Welcome to the Open Update by Liberate Science. I am your host, Chris Hartrink, with your weekly Open Science Digest from the web, social media, and news feeds. Thanks for joining us. In this episode, we look to the continued streak of legal pursuits against SciHub, the website that allows people to circumvent paywalls. We talk about last week's hack of the Dutch Research Council and this week's hack at the University of Amsterdam. We have our quick up-to-dates, and finally, I want to share with you some great software news. But first, the European Open Science Cloud is currently seeking consultations on its technical specifications. This includes the specifications for cloud compute, metadata management, and more. These specifications feed into what the European Open Science Cloud becomes and may prove a valuable moment to learn more about its current form. You can apply to give your feedback via the link in the show notes. Next, the ongoing story regarding SciHub. The website Tornfreak reports that Elsevier and Springer Nature obtained a blocking order against SciHub in the United Kingdom. This means that internet service providers can be required to block some of SciHub's domains. And this is an addition to some internet service providers in other countries already blocking SciHub, such as Germany. These website blockades make it more difficult to access research articles through SciHub, but can be easily circumvented with a VPN connection. Springer Nature published a press release indicating researchers prefer the so-called version of record over the accepted manuscript. Springer Nature argues that this is a reason for more immediate gold open access, which they are pivoting their business models towards. Others, such as Jeroen Bosman, have argued there should be a record of versions. In any case, it is clear that people prefer to read legitimate sources. The question remains, though, whether publishers will keep on producing those versions, as preprint services see a great amount of increase in usage. More and more institutions are vulnerable for hacking. After last week's hack on the Dutch Research Council, it appears the University of Applied Sciences Amsterdam and the University of Amsterdam have also fallen victim to a cyber attack. In a statement by the University of Amsterdam, they say that they, quote, have been attacked by professional hackers who are looking for financial gain, end quote. As of today, the 23rd of February, Services are still affected almost a week after they detected the hack. Quick up-to-dates. The Public Knowledge Project released a new version of their open source journal system. The release focuses on better accessibility of the open journal systems. For instance, the submission process has been revamped and the term blind reviewers has been replaced by anonymous reviewers. The American Chemical Society has signed the Declaration on Research Assessment, commonly known as the acronym DORA. DORA recognizes the need to improve the ways in which researchers and the outputs of scholarly research are evaluated. DORA also aims to move away from generic measurement, like the journal impact factor and number of publications. 
A new preprint on BioArchive indicates that there are severe gender and geographical discrepancies in the composition of editorial boards in the fields they studied, namely neuroscience and psychology. Such imbalances indicate that the powerful decision-making roles are heavily in favor of men in the United States and potentially affects the gatekeeping of publication. MIT acknowledges the significant power imbalances between advisors and their graduate students and announced that it will provide transitional funding for those who wish to leave unhealthy advisory relations. Advisors can, for any reason or no reason at all, make or break a student's career. This funding is the result of a campaign by the Reject Injustice Through Student Empowerment at MIT movement, or RISE MIT in short. And this is important in safeguarding mental health for graduate students, as unhealthy advisory relations can impact people's paychecks, visa status, or result in retaliation. Finally, some news on Zotero, the popular open source reference manager. They announced on Twitter they are working on an iOS application. This makes me personally really happy because I have been waiting for this to be released for several years, so I wanted to share that news with you as well. Thanks for joining us for this week's open update. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing on YouTube or on your podcast provider of choice. And see you next week. Mm -hmm.